Okay. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Hate Us Cause They Ain't Us podcast. I am your host, Alexis Matoyer, and this show is for anybody out there who is following their gut, following their dreams, and blocking out all of the haters who tell them that they can't. This show says you can. This is for young entrepreneurs out there who need a little bit of advice and guidance as they move through their entrepreneurial journey. I am an entrepreneur myself and have continued to grow and learn as I've gone through all of my years of trying and failing and trying and succeeding. And I'm just here to pass on the small amount of wisdom that I have and to give you guys what I am coming across every day in my life. So let's jump right into today's episode, which is about self-awareness. get a little bit more casual with today's episode um, just because I want to mix things up. I feel like my podcast is getting boring and I hate the background and I hate uh, sort of the rigidity of it. So it's kind of just going to be wing it today and then we're going to just see how this goes. So self-awareness. I think that this topic is not talked about enough and is one of the most valuable tools I have used in my own life and I've heard of other entrepreneurs saying uh, the exact same thing. So let's just dive deeper into what that means. Self-awareness is pretty much your knowledge of yourself. How well do you know yourself and how well do you know other people's perception of you? That's a good definition that I pulled out of my butt on the spot that I want to stick with because it's 100% true. Being self-aware is like knowing the secret in the room that nobody else knows about. It's how I've been able to navigate conversations, navigate sales, navigate uh, relationships in my life, pretty much knowing how I'm coming off to people and then adjusting and uh, manipulating myself to get a certain outcome that I want or a certain outcome that I want the other person to come to or come to realize. It's been incredible getting to know and learn myself um, because I just have found things work, some things don't work, but most of the time it's the most exciting when you find that you find things that work and then you keep repeating them or uh, you kind of tweak it for the next time and it's just a constant positive feedback in my life based on knowing how I'm acting and how I'm being perceived um, on the other end. It's incredible. It's incredible. I definitely think that self-awareness is underestimated today and not talked about nearly as much as it should be, but I promise you in the coming five, ten years, it will be the topic of conversation. So I have put together a few questions um, that I'll just answer off the top of my head and based on a little bit of previous thought about them uh, that I think will help lead us into more conversation and to help you guys understand more of what I mean by being self-aware when it comes to business. I will start with this. 
if there is an episode that you will go back and rewatch over and over and over again, or look at other people who have made videos about this, this would be the topic right here. I would absolutely say dive deep into self-awareness throughout your entrepreneurial journey and it will give back tenfold. I promise. So the first question I would say is, is there a few things that somebody could do to increase their self-awareness? That question is a tough one because I do believe that you are not taught self-awareness. I believe you are, you are born with it or you have acquired it at some point in your life. Something has happened where you have become self-aware. And if that is the case, you are a lucky SOB and I would dive very deep and continue to ask the questions that you've been asking yourself in order to gain more EQ, emotional intelligence, I would say. Um, yeah, if you already have it, it's a skill that you've probably already been working on and keep going. It's amazing and I'm sure you already know it. However, if you are not self-aware, I would say the best thing that you could possibly do is to put yourself in a room with maybe your 10 closest people individually, of course, not all at the same time, and to ask them brutally to have them tell you what you are good at and what you are bad at. And my intuition, and <laughs> I'm sure you like, my intuition would tell me that they will not want to tell you the truth. They, your mom, your best friend, your aunt, your uncle, whoever, your grandparents, they are not going to want to tell you exactly what you are bad at and exactly what you are good at because it might hurt your feelings. But you need to be in a place to hear that information, to receive it, and, and take it as data that you're going to make a judgment call on. Not as a personal attack, not as something that is going to hurt your feelings. You need to let them know too that you need to set up in an environment in which they can trust you and in which you are able to trust them in their opinions of you and to not take it personally. You need to ask them, what am I good at? And what do you think or know that I'm just bad at? Because that will be a frame of reference and a good starting out point for you to know where you should be going uh, and focusing more on and where you should be maybe forgetting or hiring somebody to, to be on. When I say your positives, like what am I good at? Great, I'm good at that. Then triple down on that. If When they tell you what you're bad at, take this with a grain of salt, but screw whatever they are saying that you're bad at. Stop doing or focusing on something that you're trying so hard to be good at, but you're just naturally bad at. Bring in a partner. Bring in somebody who can fulfill that void um, because you're not going to be great at everything. You're going to be great at a select, very few select things that you need to triple down on and become a master of. Don't worry about everything, try, trying to be the perfect thing at everything. It's not going to happen and you'll never succeed. So if it's like communication though, you need to get better at communication and you'll just know that's something I need to work on. And then when you go further in your life, you can let the people around you, your team know, hey, 
I'm not the best at communicating, so I need you to let me know when I'm not communicating well. You need to build an environment of trust and, and of people who are willing to tell you the truth. Honestly, if you are not self-aware, you need to build a very solid team around you that is very supportive in letting you know what you are maybe lacking at and what you're good at so that you can, you can see both sides and continue to refine those things. One thing that I do want to state is you need to be able to deal with the results and the ramifications of the results. Don't tell, you know, don't tell yourself that you're a winner when you're coming in eighth place. You need to, to double down and be realistic when it comes to the data. Yes, go out there and start and try. And then when you do try, take in the data, take in the market. What is it saying? And adjust and refine. Don't blow smoke up your butt. That's what I'm trying to say. You need to be self-aware enough to know where you are falling after you've already tried. After the try and after the attempt and the go and the launch, you need to be self-aware enough to know where you're falling. Where can you get better at? Where can you critique yourself and adjust? Another thing I want to talk about when it comes to self-awareness is knowing your communication style. I talk a lot about content creation on this channel and how important it is to create content and then distribute it. Now, the way of distribution, the way of letting people know about your message, that also comes down to self-awareness. If you are not good at writing, stop trying to write a blog. If you are not good at videoing yourself and being charismatic in front of a camera, then stop trying to videotape yourself. You have got to know yourself enough to make the decision that is right for you. The same thing that works for him is not going to work for her, for him, for him, for everybody. It's all different. You have got to be in tune with what you're good at in order to maximize on it. And I know that sounds kind of like common sense, but it's not the same formula for everybody and that's what I feel like a lot of entrepreneurs get caught up on when they're trying to go and copy maybe a YouTube person has said this worked for them it's it's all about trial and error and it's all about knowing yourself enough to say I know I'm not gonna write that blog tonight because I'm not interested and you know another thing that I would like to say is don't beat yourself up too much when laziness or maybe you're stalling on a project. Laziness is actually a really good self-awareness tool that's telling yourself you're not interested in whatever it is that you're not doing. If you're procrastinating and you're putting something off and you're like, oh my god, like I, I just am not finding any motivation and you're lackadaisical about that portion, of the business or of any portion of what you're trying to go forth and create, that is telling yourself that you actually don't have a passion for it and you don't want to be doing it for the rest of your life. So move on and, and throw it out and get it out of the way. Don't spend your time like guilt tripping yourself and feeling like, oh my God, I, I'm not doing enough and wasting your time on 
feeling emotions that aren't great and aren't building you up uh, physically, mentally, emotionally in your happiness scale, it just, you don't like doing it. You don't want to do it. Okay, move on to the next. Again, triple down on something that you're good at and you want and you like to do. Go back to the basics of what did you want to do as a kid? What did everybody tell you that you're good at? And what can make you money? Because that's a great recipe for something that's going to have longevity. Okay, here is also another question that I have gotten in the past. How do I keep low self-esteem from affecting my success? And I want to be honest, I wish I could sell self-esteem. I wish I could sell self-esteem because it is priceless and I mean it when I say priceless in life, in business, especially in becoming an entrepreneur. You have got to believe in yourself. My first, very first episode is believe in yourself. Believing in yourself is number one. It is the foundation for everything. If you have low self-esteem, um, I, I'd hate to say this, and but I gotta be honest, if you have low self-esteem, the likelihood of you becoming successful is very low. Because you are not going to, you are not going to believe in yourself, you're not gonna take the risk, you are not gonna make the jump that is required uh, for making something great happen. You have got to address the low self-esteem. Uh, I believe in therapy, um, I believe in going back and healing the portions of yourself that have been diminished and that have taken your self-esteem and self-worth away. Whether that was a kid on the playground, you know, back in school, whether it was your parents, um, whether it was environment or a situation or something that has stripped your confidence away from you, you have to go back and address that first. You must address low self-esteem first and then you can open the door to success. Yes. The other thing I would say is to surround yourself with people who have lots of confidence and who are kind, who deploy confidence and kindness because them pumping you up and lifting everybody else up around them, you'll, you'll find it infectious. You will become more confident in yourself because of somebody's willingness to constantly feed, or not just constantly, but to feed you uh, confidence, to tell you how great you are. And I, okay, in my own, my own personal experiences, um, I've managed bars, I've managed teams, I've ma managed restaurant, uh, like servers, and I have found that even within my friends, I, I have found that con like diminishing their uh, like their faults, diminishing the faults, and and just shoveling in constant uh, confidence and appreciation dramatically increases the productivity level of the people around me. I mean, 
anybody's mistake in the grand scheme of things isn't that big of a deal. Anybody's shortcomings isn't that big of a deal. But their strengths and what they can bring to the table, that is a big deal. That is huge and can overcome any shortcoming, uh, I believe, in business, in in like customer service because I was in the restaurant industry for a long time. I mean, it is all about pleasing the customer, people pleasing. I People <laughs> ask, how do I get rid of my people pleasing habits? Why would you want to? I, I believe that is a huge skill to have and people hate on people pleasers. But why would you want, at the end of the day, any business owner is in the business of making their customers happy. You're not going to be successful if you're pissing everybody off. Making other people happy and giving them what they want is a huge advantage. And you can use it as as a, a what is it? It's like punch, punch, jab or duck, duck, jab, something like that. It's a phrase that pretty much means you give, 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 and that one time you need to take, it is so easy for you to ask for something because you're constantly giving. You're constantly pleasing everybody around you. Anybody's willing to do a favor for you. It's it's not, I don't believe it's it's um a fault or a character um, thing that needs to be adjusted. I think people pleasing is a huge skill and if you were born with it, uh, more power to you because it comes naturally and easy for you to want to make other people happy and who doesn't want you to make them happy. That's amazing. Self-awareness, knowing your skills, no goes back to knowing how you come across to other people. It's important. All right, and then the last thing that I want to touch on is the question of IQ versus EQ. IQ, intelligence, book smarts, EQ, emotional intelligence, reading people. I believe that IQ, the more that information is um, available to us, faster, cleaner, um, with a quick Google search in our pocket within a second uh, at our fingertips, I believe that book smarts and IQ um, is becoming more commoditized. It's becoming very easily accessible to get um, a fact or a piece of information uh, data very quickly. However, emotional intelligence is not um, easily accessed. It's something that you have to build. You, it's something you have to like be aware of having and want to have. Um, if you were to ask me, well, I mean, you know, take this with a grain of salt because I'm sure there's an MIT professor out there who's made their millions and their happiness and their success and their marriage, you know, all based off of book smarts. And that's, you know, they'd say that IQ is uh, the way to go. But for me, I would say because emotional intelligence has been such a key role in my success and in how I've been able to move up in my life, um, I would absolutely give EQ uh, ranking. And I, I will say this again, I absolutely believe that in business will be the topic of discussion much more, much greater 
especially when it comes to HR and building a team that can work very well together, that isn't wasting time on, on petty arguments and conversations uh, between that, that affect work business flow, affect how people want to come into the office, how they interact, how the ecosystem in the office flows. I believe that building a team that gets along really well together uh, is just a key, the key to success in building a really great um, environment for more development, faster uh, product lines, faster uh, brainstorming, greater happiness among, like within their own lives, within your own employees' lives, uh, which just feeds back into just an overall excellent, amazing work environment. I believe that reading people, knowing what they want, because everybody wants something different. Sally from accounting might want, you know, vacation time with her family in Cabo for this amount of days every year, you know, and is 43 and has kids and is doing the family thing, while your software engineer who's 25 uh, is willing to put in a crap ton of hours, but, you know, wants a raise, who wants, you know, more money at the end of the year. Uh, they're just in two completely different places in their lives, and that's okay. And knowing that and reading that and being able to put them where they need to be and what is important for them, making what is important to them important to you um, is incredible because you are just going to get so much out of them when you care and when you invest your energy and your time, when you're emotionally invested in the people who work for you and who are making your business uh, incredible. That could be said for your business partners, for any anybody that you're working with, for your vendors, what's important to them is important to you. And that's, it's a game changer when you start to think like that. How can you help them? Because the second that you need something, they'll be there for you when you've just constantly been giving, 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 giving. So, self-awareness. Asking yourself how you are being perceived by other people and then ma maneuvering and adjusting. And at the end of the day, people-pleasing. So, that is a wrap on today's episode on self-awareness. I hope that you guys were able to pick a few gems out of this episode and to uh, be a little bit more self-aware of yourself. <laughs> Look how that worked out. Um, feel free to follow us on Instagram at, at businesspodcast369. We also film all of our episodes here on YouTube every week. You can also catch us on Apple Podcasts Tuesdays at 7 a.m. for brand new episodes of Hate Us Cause They Ain't Us podcast. I am your host, Alexis Matoyer, bringing you your weekly dose of business empowerment. I love you guys. I wish you all the best. Leave us a comment or review in the comment section below, and I will see you guys in a week or in the comments.